0: And hello everyone, this is Rich Sports Talk, Sports Talk Worth a Million, and I'm your host Owen Rich, thank you so much for joining us here today. The New York Jets have hit rock bottom, and not just for the 2019 season, this is the lowest point in franchise history, even lower than the coat tight era. This, on Sunday, was the most embarrassing loss in a long time for the New York Jets, And like many Jet fans, and I hear you, and I can agree with you, and if you've heard my show, you know what my thoughts are, that Adam Gase should be fired immediately. I said on the last episode, if this team lost to the Dolphins, Christopher Johnson should be waiting in the tunnel with a pink slip for Adam Gase. Now that hasn't happened yet, but it does not look good. This franchise not only is losing, but they're finding new ways to lose. They're finding ways to give the fan base even more of a gut punch with every sounding loss. I want to remind people who who didn't get this, but Miami was in a complete rebuild. Many experts have said they're tanking, and in some ways it's hard to argue. They're training their best players, their left tackle, their corner, their best receiver. They have guys on the IR who technically aren't even hurt. And the Jets lost to them. That is unacceptable. And the ways they lost yesterday miscommunication on a bad snap to Darnold. Darnold throwing an absolutely horrendous pick. To be fair, though, did the Jets get hosed on that touchdown call? Because, I mean, what is a catchdown 2019? I could go on about the replay. I have a whole issue with that and the whole replay system, but Darnold had a horrible pick. I think it gets overshadowed because if. You look at the play before, he had a great pass to Ryan Griffin for a touchdown that got negated. And look, Darnold is regressing. You can't defend it. He is not playing well. And for people that are saying he is a bust, that he the Jets need to find the next franchise quarterback, I don't agree with you. Look at last season. At the end of the season, he looked competent. Look at the game against Dallas. He looked competent. He has shown you that he has enough promise that he deserves To be fully looked at as the franchise quarterback. But this coach is doing him no favors. And if I'm the Jets. Get him out. My biggest concern. Was that this team was going to quit on Adam Gase. But he did something that's even worse. He quit on this team. Adam Gase has quit on the Jets. You don't believe me? Go back to that game. Go back to that press conference. I'm going to start with in game. In game. Sam Darnold throws that absolutely horrendous interception. You see Darnold, there's a great shot of him walking to the sideline, walking past his head coach, and instead of Gase coming up to him and saying something or telling him, you know, you should have thrown it away or getting in his face, Gase just stands there with his arms folded, doesn't really care. There's another great shot of him later in the game, just sitting on the bench by himself, no players, no coaches around him, And then, at the press conference, he was asked legitimate questions. He was asked, well, what about that bad snap? Did you talk to Brian Winters? Did you talk to Sam Darnold? Did you talk to Jonathan Harrison? His response? Nah, didn't really get the chance. I'll look at the film. I mean, that's Gase's go-to, right? He's always going to look at the film, even though the film is horrendous. Every week, he's giving the same answers. Every week, he is trying to spin it that he's an intellectual. That he is the smartest guy in the room, even though now he has more double-digit losses than wins as an NFL head coach. Seriously, he has no idea what's going on. He has quit on this team. I'm looking at his body language. I'm looking at the way he talks. He's basically saying, hey, this isn't my fault. It's this team's fault. They can't get it. They can't get my game plan. Well, that's on you as the head coach. That is on you. And you don't think Miami's pretty happy today? Looking at saying, hey, Brian Flores is understaffed, but his guys are fighting. His guys are playing hard. I'm not a fan of firing head coaches just to fire head coaches, but everything about Gase has been a disaster. This team has gone incredibly south so quickly, and the regression of this quarterback is horrifying. Just a couple weeks ago, this quarterback lit up the Dallas Cowboys. And now he doesn't look competent against the worst defense, arguably, in the NFL. And can we stop using the term offensive guru with Adam Gase? The Jets are, if they're not dead last, they're second to last in every offensive category. Yesterday, they were playing a defense that couldn't stop a nosebleed. And they were turning the football over. They couldn't move the football. This is just embarrassing. This isn't just bad, it's embarrassing. It's one thing to be a bad team. The Dolphins are a bad team, but at least they're a bad team that plays hard and has a plan. The Jets are just a laughingstock. That's what they are. And I usually say for organizations, don't give in to peer pressure, don't give in to fan pressure, but this is going to get ugly. Because when they play the Giants, it's going to be ugly in that building. There's going to be planes flying overhead with gay spanners that he should be fired. Don't just sell to your fan base, but sell to your team that you're not going to accept this anymore, that you're not going to accept this losing, that you're not going to accept that this has become a circus. This isn't even a football team. It's a circus right now. And I get that Greg Williams isn't going to solve everything if he's the head coach. I completely get that. But you need to sell to this locker room that one, losing is not acceptable and number two, you have to be held accountable. Because if this organization is not going to hold this head coach accountable for all this, and especially who has the gall in the press conference to say, oh, you can't be embarrassed by that. This is the NFL. You can't be embarrassed by losing to a team that is purposely trying to get the number one pick you can't be embarrassed that your offense is dead last or second to last in the NFL and you're an offensive coach you can't be embarrassed that your quarterback who at the end of last season looked like he was projecting upwards to being a top 15 quarterback in the NFL now looks like he is heading toward bustville because of you You can't be embarrassed by that. That, to me, was the most alarming thing about Adam Gase. Given everything that's going on, he's not at all embarrassed by what is being put on the field. He's not embarrassed that this team just lost to the Dolphins. He's not embarrassed by that. If you're not embarrassed a little bit as a head coach, that is scary. If I was in that press conference, I'd be angry. I would take accountability saying, you know what, that's on me. I promise we're not going to look like that again. But Gase was quick to blame everyone else, point the finger everywhere else, except at himself. I'm going to tell you a little story. Two years ago at training camp, I actually got the chance to speak with Christopher Johnson face to face. I was at the training camp, and luckily for me, I don't think he knew I was a part of the media, so he was honest with me. And this was during the whole negotiation with Sam Darnold's contract. And I was talking to him, and I said, look, I think you have a special quarterback in Sam Darnold. I believe that this kid can turn around. And you know what he said to me? He's like, I absolutely agree. We feel that this kid is going to change this franchise. He is going to change the perception of this franchise. And you said to me, Christopher, you told me. You are going to do everything you could to help this kid succeed, and you are not doing that right now. You are hindering his development. You know that Sam Darnold is a special kid. You've told me in person that you felt that Sam Darnold was a special kid. He is special, but you have to help him. And right now, Adam Gase is doing absolutely nothing. Because I will say this about Greg Williams. Greg Williams will keep it simple. He's a defensive coach. He's not going to overcomplicate this offense. He's going to simplify it. He's going to run the ball with Le'Veon Bell, and he's going to tell Sam Darnold to use a lot of play action, which Sam Darnold, one of the few things he's done well this year is actually thrown off play action. This second half of the season for Sam Darnold, it's not about throwing touchdowns. It's not about trying to make plays. It's not about trying to win games. These next eight weeks, it's refining mechanics. It's reteaching him not to try to make every big play. It's telling him, if you're not sure, just throw the football away. It's getting that into his head so that he can work on these bad habits. Because let's face it, I don't care how many touchdowns he throws the rest of the season. I want him by the end of the season, I can say, okay. He's worked on his decision-making. He's not making terrible decisions. He's not forcing interceptions. I want that by the end of this season so that by next year, when you hopefully have a new head coach, he'll be ready to learn that new system and he'll be ready to go. Because right now, the regression of Sam Darnold is alarming. And I kept saying this on the record. I said this after the Cowboys game. I said that, look, Adam Gase's tenure here this season, it's not going to be about the record. It's going to be about the development of Sam Darnold. If Darnold develops and looks good, it doesn't matter what the record is. He's going to have a job here. But I said this, if he goes backwards, if Darnold does not look good, Adam Gase should not have a job because the only reason that Adam Gase was hired was to quote unquote be the quarterback guru to help Sam Darnold get to the next level and he has gone backwards. He has regressed alarmingly and I get that he has a horrible offensive line. I get that he doesn't have all the weapons out there. I completely get it, but you can't tell me that this team is not talented. I get they have a lot of big injuries. But they had the better roster yesterday. The Dolphins don't have a player like a Le'Veon Bell, like a Jamal Adams. They don't have a Robbie Anderson or a Jamison Crowder. They don't have those pieces on that team because they've traded them away. This yesterday was the low point. And it's not just that this team is bad, they're embarrassing. And it's hard because I love this team. I want to support this team. I want to talk highly about this team. I want to talk about these guys having a great game. That's what I want to do. But I can't do that because right now they're the laughing stock of the NFL and they have every right to be. Because everyone in the NFL knew that the Dolphins this year, if they didn't say publicly, they were tanking. And I guarantee you, most of the Miami fan base right now is probably angry that they beat the Jets. They're probably angry because they think they're compromised the number one pick because the Bengals now are the only winless team. That's the stay where the Dolphins are. This Jet roster has talent. As a head coach, it's your job to maximize talent. Gaze has not maximized Le'Veon Bell's talent. He hasn't maximized Robbie Anderson's talent. He hasn't maximized Jameson Crowder's talent. And we all know he certainly hasn't done that for Sam Darnold. I get that this coach has a lot of excuses. He didn't have Darnold for three weeks for Mano. I get that, but there's no more excuses. They lost to the Dolphins. There's no more excuses after this. This is rock bottom. And you look at all these terrible teams. The Jets have more talent than all these teams, but it shows that you need great coaching in the NFL, and the Jets don't have that. I get that it doesn't look great that this was Christopher Johnson's first hire and he has to fire him. I get that. I get Christopher Johnson doesn't want to fire him. But here's the biggest thing. For this fan base and for this team, it would mean a lot more if the Jets and this ownership group came out and said, we made a mistake and we're rectifying that mistake and we're going to move on. Let me ask you this. Would you rather have a person come up to you and say, look, I admit I made a horrible mistake, but I'm going to take ownership of that mistake and move forward. Then someone that keeps trying to tell you, no, I, I didn't make a mistake. This is going to work. I, pr- I promise this is going to work when you know it's not going to work. Because now these next eight weeks is going to be incredibly telling because say what you want about Todd Bowles, say what you want about Rex Ryan, but they didn't lose the locker room as badly as I think Adam Gase is about to lose this locker room there. This is going to get a lot worse before it gets better. And this is the biggest reason why I think you have to fire Adam Gase. You have to keep this locker room together. I think Greg Williams, for all of his faults, one thing he has been very good is with player morale and keeping guys fighting and keeping them aggressive. I think he could keep this team up for the last eight games. I think he could keep them locked in just long enough to not have this thing completely blow up. Because right now the Jets are in a dangerous situation. Jamal Adams might want to be here, but if this continues and this season goes completely off the rails, what's to say that at the end of this season Jamal Adams doesn't request a trade? That guys on this team, some of these bigger pieces, just say, you know what, I can't deal with this. Get me out of here. Just get me out of here. I'm going to finish up by saying this. This franchise is at a critical crossroads in their history. And I know I sound like I'm saying a lot, but really think about this. They have a young quarterback with talent who's regressing. They have a head coach that I feel has quit on this team. And I think that they have a locker room on the verge of completely imploding. These next few weeks and even these next few days will be very important for the long-term success of this franchise. They need to make the right decisions moving forward. They have to keep this team together in this lost season and build for 2020. And in my opinion, they need to fire Adam Gase because the players aren't buying in. You need to send a message to this locker room that we are not going to accept failure and also tell them, look guys, we made a mistake, we are admitting the mistake, and we are moving forward. These next few decisions the franchise makes will be critical, and it all starts with firing Adam Gase. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Make sure to check us out wherever podcasts are available. iHeart Radio, SoundCloud, Speaker. wherever there is a podcast platform, we are on it. You can also check us out on social media using the handle Rich Sports Talk. And, of course, if you'd like to get in touch with the show or have any questions, email me, SportsTalk at gmail.com. But until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.